0: Hello everyone, my name is Cole McGee and we have another episode of the Alumni Podcast. Uh, we are just—we have been trying to figure out how to do youth ministry in a quarantine um, and it has been actually kind of fun because we have all these new ideas of stuff to do. And i we had this idea a while back, this is episode three, but we had this idea uh, a while back and I was like, oh, what if I just like called up all my old friends and said, hey, why don't you talk about what you're, where you're at right now? So that like students, middle schoolers, high schoolers can listen to what life is like post high school in a way that's not, you know, from television or movies where they just take all of these really small parts and then blow them out to be really huge. Um, what if we got a real, ex- a real students, real people talking about post high school and what it's like and how varied of an experience it is. And today I have Elena Thompson with me. Uh, Elena, what year did you graduate? What high school did you graduate from? And what did you do post high school?
1: Uh, Hi, Cole. Um, I graduated, when you asked me when I graduated, I was like, I literally don't know. Um, But 2016, I think. Um, And from the Northwest, uh, so I'm from here. And I'm back home right now because, well, obviously because of this, but student teaching. Um, I went to K-State after high school and to become a high school English teacher. And I am so close. Saturday.
0: Ooh. So so close. Saturday. What are you guys going to do for graduation? Are they going to just like open a Google Doc and and like type your name in?
1: <laughs> no, I think we literally just get our diploma sent to us in June. So that's Okay, fine. So they're
0: not even like pretending. They're just like, here, look. Here it is. Sorry.
1: They send us like videos that are like, you graduated. And I'm like. <laughs> yeah yep cool Yay. <laughs> yeah. If, if
0: I remember correctly though I remember my senior year of college being like I don't even care just get me out of here like I get me out of here as fast <laughs> as possible and then not like the high school way of like oh I can't wait to go on to the other part of my life it was more I am done with school like I am so done with school I, I just I cannot do another thing
1: well, I have, I mean, I have it different because this semester I've been student teaching at Blue Valley West. And so I was already- <laughs> you graduate home. into more school. <laughs> well, I was already home like from like since December because I've been student teaching here. So like I finished, I had to do a portfolio. I finished that like last week. And so really I've been done. And so everyone else is like, I'm just ready for my classes to be done. I'm like, I'm already done. So <laughs> oh,
0: okay. Well, that it's is a nice. different experience. Yeah. yeah it's awesome. I also remember being a senior in college, and there, I didn't. I don't remember this with high school mainly because I was so like wrapped up in my own head. But I remember <laughs> driving around in Manhattan and looking at the new freshmen and thinking, "Oh my gosh, they are so young. Like <laughs> these new freshmen should not be allowed to be in a town by themselves with other parents. Like I do not know how how this is going to happen." Did you have this experience?
1: I think I just agree that freshmen freshman shouldn't be alone. <laughs>
0: That's <It's laughs> true. Is that? is what that age, what age what age in college do you think people finally kind of start to click into okay, like they're they're starting to mature. They're starting to grow up a little bit.
1: Why well, are we talking guys or girls because it's different? <laughs> but well, Explain, talk about it. <laughs> I mean I think that freshman sophomore year is hard for like I mean not just in that way like maturing freshman year especially you're like not there at all I mean not not even me um but I think junior year really is kind of the turnover year for most people
0: yeah like I'm a I'm a I was a good kid and (laughs) I am fairly responsible and I almost flunked out my first semester freshman year I just like Dude, okay. I was not ready. I did not handle it. I did not handle it well at all. <laughs> it took me a while to finally find my feet a little bit. Okay, okay so Elena, we are um, going to have this conversation about post high school, and you decided to go off to college. You went to K State, um, mm-hmm. and I went. To, I went to school in Manhattan. I didn't go to K State, but I went to Manhattan Christian College. My wife went to K State. She's doing much right. of the same things you're doing. Um, but my question is to my my. my I start this question. conversation with the same question every time what is one thing that that you thought was going to be true about college like you or well post high school like post high school life what is one thing you thought was going to be true but now where you sit you realized it's not true
1: Hmm. um I guess that I thought my grades from high school would matter, <laughs> like.
0: Oh man, <laughs> Oh, that's <is> great.
1: <laughs> I I hate to say that, but like I mean, I just thought like oh. My grades in like my grades in high school will like, be talked about in college, and if I wasn't doing super well in high school, like, but then the same I mean the same thing even like I thought like oh all of my well okay if you have like if you're failing all your college classes it's different but I mean I even thought like oh my I need A's in college as well like it's like you just I have to I think for high school more like the work ethic was Mm -hmm. what mattered like after high school um it wouldn't have mattered if I got all B's in high school if I was working hard to get those Bs. Um I I worked really hard and got like most A's in high school and thought, "Okay, this matters. They're going to look at this. They're going to talk about this when I go to college." And yeah. they did not. <laughs> and I wasn't happy, but but the work <laughs> ethic that I did, like the work amount of work that I put in like definitely counted for sure.
0: Yeah, the habits, the ability to do the thing you don't want to do yeah <laughs> <laughs> to read the thing you don't want to read and to write the paper you don't want to write is a that's a big deal in college. That is a big deal
1: for sure yeah
0: <laughs> i to be able to say to be able to say no, I will be lonely rather than and do my homework rather <laughs> than go out and do the thing with the people uh that's a that takes a lot of discipline you have always had that. you worked really hard. And I remember, I remember um, you you talking about like how hard you worked, and how stressed you were and stuff. And, and I, I remember I had a conversation um, with Lucas one time. This is a while <laughs> back. Yeah, I think it was actually over text. It's
1: a it was wildly like, different conversation.
0: <laughs> no, 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 it's kind of the same thing because Lucas works really hard too in school. Yeah, yeah. And he, and he's like, he's like, you know, I just got to get my grades up. I want to be able to get a good job. And he was kind of, you know, doing the the a student spiraled down into i will never be able to retire if i don't get an a in this class you know and i was like the idea that you think that your grade point average has anything to do with getting a job is pretty is pretty hilarious and it it kind of it kind of finally it kind of did finally click for him when what what year in college did you finally realize like oh this is about um you know working hard and hitting your marks but not necessarily having you know, not the it's 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 about the the general sense that you are a learner and you are learning and you are engaging in the class and the professor sees that you are you know being creative and finding your voice and doing your doing your work it has less to do with you know the difference between a 90 and a 94 or a 94 and a 99 does that make sense
1: yeah um, <laughs> well, I hope that people learn from my mistakes, um, because I really, I mean, to be honest, like either end of junior year or beginning of senior year, like it, okay. I, I would, okay. Honestly, end of senior year, like the first semester of senior year, like, um, was my last semester, obviously actually at K-State. Um, and so yeah. I was, and just in Manhattan. And so I was like, well. Obviously, I want good grades, but this is my last time in Manhattan, and I've missed out on all of these things that I didn't – like, that I really wanted to do that I didn't do because I was stuck in my room or somewhere studying, like, nonstop. And so I think senior year was, like, a really big year, and I wish that I didn't find out, like, then that, oh, like, I got – I mean, I got one B in – college and like i wish that i could say that i'm proud of that which like part of the i am but i'm not because also like because of that i missed out on a lot of fun things that i should have done instead of studying all the time yeah (laughs) so
0: but this but that is a very real i mean i have i know so many people who had that experience where they just did not want i mean they're you're you know you're paying money to go yeah or someone's paying for you to go and whether it's a scholarship or the government or your parents or, you know, or it's you. Yeah. Like, you don't want to mess this up. That's a very real concern. Yeah. And, sure. but, you know, and the things that you learn from being able to work like that are invaluable, but it's just, it's maddening. Life is just so much bigger than the one thing we usually reduce it down to, you know? And then we look back. Mm-hmm. I actually just had this conversation with a student. It was Amelia actually. And she said, which is crazy. Think about this Amelia is graduating. uh, I know. Next year. Yeah. And she's like, you know, I don't want to look back. Uh, She's like, this is just going to be a year. And if I think about how fast this past year went, it's going to go this fast this year. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, then everything's going to change. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, I, I, it's hard. It's hard to be present when that's like looming. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I know. It's tough. Um, Okay. So, Let's go into uh, what we've been talking about with a few other students uh, or a few other, uh, oh man, adults, excuse me. Uh, how has your relationship with yourself, how has your relationship with other people, how has your relationship with God and how has your relationship with, with your understanding of your future changed um, from high school to now? What, which one of those would you say really changed the most and, uh, talk about it.
1: Oh gosh. I don't, (laughs) I don't know which one changed the most. Um, I guess like a combination, I mean, for the, a combination like of myself and my relationship with God, I think the, my relationship with God pushed like my relationship with myself to change, um, a lot more. So I think in college, I mean, I was, obviously I was at redemption and going to redemption. And I went straight from like leaving high school, going into working at youth front. Um, And so I went straight from church back into a church camp where I was, I mean, summer staffing. And so I had like built up like that relationship with God right before college. And so I thought it's going to be super easy. Like going to college, I have built up my relationship with God. Um, let's do this. Um, that's not (laughs) necessarily the case. Uh, it's still hard. It's still really hard because I mean, they talk about like, everyone talks about it and they're like, Oh, like when you go to college, you, are getting to decide, like you will have the time to decide, um, if you want on Sunday to put your, um, yeah, put your time to going to church or choosing a ministry that goes on throughout the week. And so I, it's hard freshman year, not just because of that, but you, I mean, I didn't have a car. A lot of people don't really have a car their first year. And so yeah. I relied on like friends that I knew already went there. I kind of like had to choose my church based on what they chose um, mm-hmm. because I was like, Hey, can you pick me up? Like <laughs> drive me there. Um, Cause everywhere was kind of further from where my dorm room was and I couldn't just walk. Um, so it was like definitely sometimes that it was easy for me to just, not go because it was so far and I was like well my relationship with God is still like solid still solid but like it wasn't I mean I was going like every once in a while and like still like definitely for sure like found that like oh God is here and I'm stressed and God is here to calm me down and that was like kind of my idea of him um Mm -hmm. we're just like this
0: God is therapeutic (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's not, that's not a bad thing. Like he is therapeutic, but that's not just who he is. Um, That's not his main characteristic. Uh, It's just one of them. And I, I think that it really changed for me to be honest. And just when I went, when I went abroad and I really was alone, it Mm -hmm. was me and it was God and it was all these people that I didn't know um i i had i really had to decide am i going to make god my priority this semester and i did because i went to this church in england and it was just the co- i mean they were the coolest people and they showed me kind of like that god is so much more than that like therapeutic yeah. person that's just in the back of my mind he is relational and he's powerful and um just so good but also so just and I I came back from England ready to like kind of really make my relationship with God real um and so I tested out different churches and felt that um God was just kind of pushing me to go to this one uh, student ministry um because mm-hmm. I didn't feel as comfortable there as I wanted to the other one I felt mm-hmm. perfectly comfortable at because I knew everyone, but I like knew that God wanted me to like meet new people and not go somewhere that I was just going to feel comfortable and sit in like this comfortable relationship with God that's not going to move anywhere. Um, so I went, yeah, I went there and I mean, it was, it changed my life and I, I got baptized, um, the November, November of my junior year. And it was just because I, I just knew I, I had obviously gotten baptized at birth, but I wanted it to be my decision. And I just felt like this was a new like rebirth of my relationship with the Lord where I wasn't going to just be comfortable, but that I was going to let him push me to my limits and push me out into places where I'm not comfortable, but where there's just so much room for growth. Um, So honestly, since like, like, end of sophomore year, I really like made God like a big priority and from there I just mm-hmm. especially like I had I had like a long distance boyfriend at the time and it was really like rough on me and so I mean mm-hmm. I, I it was helpful to like lean into God and know that like he he's just like always there and yeah it was it was just helpful to have have God like actually be present in my life instead of me just, I mean, he was always present in my life. I just didn't see that, I guess.
0: Right. If that makes sense. Right, that's good. <laughs> no, it makes, it makes total sense. Um, there's a writer, Peter Rollins, who says God is hyper present. So it's like we are standing two feet from the sun and uh, <laughs> we, we would not know the sun was there because we were, it is so unbelievably present that we wouldn't be able to see anything else. And so we don't really realize it until often in some time in some way we leave or we go away or we we yeah. displace ourselves, you know. And for you, going over to seas was a radical top down cultural change. Yeah. And often that change you you then see something that was there the whole time, you just didn't even notice it, you know? Which is a really interesting yeah. idea. Yeah. So uh let me let me ask you then about how did that in some way change your relationship with other people? Like what, how, talk a little bit about, you know, before high school, your friends, your friend groups, you know, relationships you have, your parents, even whatever, whatever was, was what comes to mind. How did that change post high school?
1: Yeah. Um. Sorry, hold on. I'm just going to cough right into it. Um. So I think, so in high school, like I definitely, it, it was about, I don't know. I can't think of the word. Uh, like, I don't know how far away this person was from my house. <laughs> like, it was yeah. about. It was about like, oh, this person is close to me, so they are my friend. Um, and it was like, oh, after high school, close to you,
0: like they're right next to me.
1: Yeah, like like actual okay. like physical presence. They are close. Yeah, to yeah,
0: yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: So like, it was. I am close to this per- like I'm close to this person um because they are physically close to me. And yeah. so I was nervous when I was going to college because a lot of those friends were not going. Well, two of my best friends were younger than me. So they weren't mm-hmm. going to college and when they were going to college I already knew that K-State wasn't going to be like their option. They already kind of cho- chose their college and so I knew we were going to be gone from each other for a while and it was like kind of hard in my mind I'm like how how do I maintain this relationship with someone who's so far from me um and God is funny and I uh that summer like met a guy and like we started dating long distance he was so he was was there Yeah, you, you, I mean, you definitely would have heard that.
0: I think I witnessed uh, that happening.
1: <laughs> yeah, go ahead, go ahead. it was, you know, I have a lot about that. But I mean, I was, on, it was nine hours away. He was nine hours away from me, and I was like, okay, like, I'm doing this. Like, I am, yeah, sure. I am dating someone from that's nine hours away from me. I'm being, I'm trying to maintain friendships from people who are back in Kansas city while I'm in Manhattan. And I'm also trying to make friends here. And, um, it was just like, it was really hard because I just, I mean, you, you never experienced that before in your life. You're always close in like a physical distance from the people that you're friends with just because that's what, I mean, unless they move away. You're always going. I mean, you're you're friends with people because you're going to their house and you're hanging out with them like all the time at school and this or that, like at the activity at sports that you're doing. And so it's just a completely different thing. If I mean, you can't. Some people do just cut off all of those friends, and um, because they're not always good friends, you're just kind of friends with them because they're close to you. And I hate to say that, but I mean, some people. It's a really good thing to move away from those. from those friends and you just can start over. It gives you that opportunity. But I, I was thankful. I I really learned how to, I mean, my two best friends in the world, still my best friends, uh, Sarah and Sarah, they just, we, we found ways we would FaceTime, we would talk. And I I learned how to like still love someone while like far away from those two. And then also going to school, I was like, okay, I want to find so like on the op- on the other side like going to school. Um, I wanted to find real friends that I felt like comfortable like being myself with because in high school you do have those friends, but you also like I feel like still mildly with those high school friends. You still want to be seen like as cooler than you might actually be. Yeah.
0: that's actually a a trend I'm picking up and talking to all of a lot of students. They say in high school, I have really close friends, but we don't have the conversations that I have with my college friends, my college friends. We have conversations that are way deeper than I do with my high school friends and my high school friends. They're my friends. I love them, but we just don't. (laughs) Our relationship is, is wired more around like interests or stuff we do. We never really talk very deeply. Is is that fairly true for you? Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, I had a unique opportunity with like Sarah and Sarah. They just we, I think those were the only two friends in high school, and I mean, are still my friends now that I was able to talk to about deep things. But all mm-hmm. my other friends, I just I, I didn't. I mean, I think I'm a person who just really wants to talk about deep things with people, like whenever I can. So that's I think true. I might yeah. have forced people. I don't want to say forced. That sounds bad. But I think I probably forced a little bit, like some of those deeper conversations in high school. Um, yeah. but in college it wasn't like I had to push anyone to like tell me it was just, everyone kind of wanted to start talking about yeah. themselves and start, I mean, I don't want to say that's not in like a bad way, but like start talking about them. They're like true selves yeah, and absolutely re- reveal all the really shitty parts. Uh, I, I already did it. I said I wasn't going to curse, <laughs> but I did. <laughs> All the crappy parts of, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> of like themselves and like all the real like pain that they've gone through and all the real crap that they've thought about uh, themselves in high school and they want to talk about that. They want to tell you like this is what I hated about myself in high school and this is what I want to do. Like now that I'm in college, I want to tell you all these really broken parts about myself and find people who are okay with those broken parts, um, which is just so important for like to find that. And because honestly, like high school, there's the popularity game. You see people around high school and it's the same people and, and you can see Mm -hmm. who's popular, who's not college. I mean, depending on what school you go to, but most schools are big enough where you're not going to see those same people. So there aren't like the popular kids.
0: (laughs) And so it's like, just be real. You think, yeah, that is, I think that what you hit on right there is probably the thing that I, I, I struggle the most communicating to students that all of the things that you think are important or that make you cool or popular or, or Mm -hmm. the things that you're even saying, I don't want that because I don't care about popularity and blah, 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 blah how you construct in your mind what is cool what is not what is popular who is who is connected and living a quote the good life yeah. or you or or where you're at on the pecking order or the ranking uh the entire system gets thrown out so yep. like you i mean and it is almost the day you graduate high school i mean the day you graduate high school it's like huh so all that's over and I mean-
1: sorry you got no, no go gone. Ahead. I was just gonna say I mean people like joke about that phrase like peaked in high school but like honestly I mean some people they just I mean I don't think you actually peak in high school but like some people are like this is like the high life this is my peak and then they go to college and they're like oh shoot no one wants any like no one wants me to try to be popular here
0: no, <laughs> like, it oh, just okay. completely changes I mean it, it fundamentally and completely changes. And that that's the hardest thing for me. So, so it, most of the time, kids who are really popular or who are or who are winning high school, they, <laughs> you know, I I just kind of have to stay quiet and be like, yeah, you know, things going to change for you. And then <laughs> and then uh, often though, kids who are really struggling through high school, you know, really trying to find their way, I'm like, you're you're going to be. A, this isn't in some ways it is real life, but this isn't forever. This goes away, and yeah. I I can't express to you how. I, you know, most of the time there are certain, not all the time, but there are a lot of kids who struggle through high school that I'm like, you're going to love post high school. Like you're going <laughs> to love, it's just a different world. Okay. I do want to talk real quick. Okay. Cause we're getting down to the wire here. Let's yeah. not talk about your future, but I do want to talk about yourself. How did <laughs> okay. your relationship with yourself in some way change from high school to college? Because let me tell you what I see. I saw somebody in high school who was, um, I saw somebody in high school who was, um, for, for Elena, you were always trying to not impress, but you were always trying to be Elena. Like you were always trying to be Elena. And I was yeah. always curious about that. Cause like you had this idea in your mind of what Elena was supposed to be like and, and, and what, and how everyone was supposed to think of Elena and not that it was bad. Everyone's doing that. Yeah. But in high school, you just had, you had the ability I mean, obviously the communication skills, the, the charisma to, you know, like beef, like, I don't know, my, like my, my wife loves you, <laughs> you know, like there's certain kids that you get close to and there's certain kids that you don't, and like, you were always just so talkative and you could talk to adults and it was always really easy. Um, I remember having a conversation with you at Christmas time, I think. And I was like, oh, she's changed. Like, you're not as, you're not trying to necessarily be Elena as much you're just kind of not as interested in what other people think about you as much as you did. And and again, not that it was like bad.
1: Yeah, but
0: uh you you seem to be a little more comfortable in your own skin. Talk about Is that true? Do you feel that or talk about it a little bit?
1: No, I mean, I agree with what <laughs> everything that you're saying. Um it I and I'm glad you said it. Like it hurts because I I know that. Um and so it hurts to like, think about like how I was in high school. I really do think, yeah, I had the, I had, I had this idea of how other people thought I should be and in high school. And I was like, okay, here's this idea of what everyone else, what I think everyone else thinks I should be. And it wasn't necessarily people telling me like I had to be this way. It was just, oh, this is exactly how they expect like Elena to act. And, um, I, I was told in the summer, um, at youth front by like one of my, uh, bosses, who's also one of my really good friends. Uh, and he was like, Elena, I think you hide behind a lot of your like humor and sarcasm. And he's like, and I just, I think that you're more than that. And I think from there, it just really hit me like, oh, I have a lot of these things that like I do because I don't want people to see like the real me. Um, But I agree with you. I went to college and I was like, I don't, it's tiring. And I am weak from having to (laughs) pretend to be (laughs) like just this, this like great girl who is perfect all the time. And it's just so tiring that when I went to college, I was like, I just, I mean, the only way that I'm going to make friends that I actually enjoy talking to and don't, aren't super annoyed by is by being myself, because I'm going to be attracted to then people who are also like me. Um, I mean, even, di- I mean, different than me, but like, like the real me. And Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah I definitely started to love myself just as me and not me trying to be something that I'm not um it took me a long time to realize like oh I just don't I I mean people I mean even just just an example like people are like oh um this is a stereotype that I like legitimately hate so much is that like guys like need to make like the first move and I just am not I'm just a very bold person and so like I told like this guy I was like I like you if you don't like me that's fine but like I should know I like you I was like I'm 20 at the time I was like I'm 21 and I just like don't want to play this high school crush game like like for me doing that, like that was me just being myself. And like, I just, I yeah. keep doing things like that, that I'm like, Oh, I don't have to care. Like if someone's like, Oh, like they did, like, she told like this guy, she, guy, sh-, and I'm like, no, like, I'm just going to do me however I need to do me. And like, if people don't like, if I'm being rude, please tell me, like, I don't think I'm sure. like being rude when I do that. But like, I I'm just more unapologetically me like finally um, yeah. and I think like because it took me so long to get there I'm like oh my gosh like I'm not going to go back to the tiring way of pretending to be someone like that I'm not and I'm just going to I'm just going to chill and make friends and love god and just do like just do like what I want in an appropriate like fashion of course yeah. uh but I agree with well, you. I, yeah.
0: I, well I think it's interesting that the reason I say it is because you know you I, I don't want you to I I know it hurts obviously anytime somebody what happens to me all the time uh but people point out when you get married by the way it happens all the time but <laughs> when you uh point out someone's you know I don't know the game they play, and then later you try to stop, and you get you get a lot of regret about the way you were, and um, you know I, that's what's that?
1: I just said I'm just moving forward from it, though it's okay. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. But I mean, you get a lot. I mean, I get a lot of regret about the way I was and stuff, and people pointed out. I'm like, oh gosh, yeah, yeah, you know,
1: that's, that's,
0: that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's me. But I I love what you said, um, because I think it's so true, and I think it's good for students to hear. That becoming yourself, you know parents and teachers like, just be yourself, just be yourself," and you're like, what what the heck does that even mean? Like I don't <laughs> even know what to do. and in some ways, the first step of trying to become yourself is often stopping what you're what you're doing to not be yourself. And that is something that I think a lot of students, some students figure it out, but very few figure that out until you really you know post high school, they realize like, oh, when when parents are saying be yourself they're not necessarily saying you know uh uh you know go out and do the things that you would do as yourself they're saying stop doing all this stuff that's not you like you yeah. you can just tell this is not you and just be don't do but just be yourself and that is it's just it's so hard for students brains to wrap their heads around until and i love that you said this You just got sick of it. Like you get to a point and this happens, I mean, almost in every, it seems to be for me at least each decade, there are these big things about myself that I just get sick of. And when that happens, I, I just, I mean, the theological term would be just, I repent. I just go, I confess it and repent it, repent from it. And I just get sick of it. And then I give it up and then I become more of myself. Does that make sense?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, people I, ask. I love, me,
0: it. I love the way I love the way you map that. I think that's so that's so good.
1: I mean, like people will ask me like for my honest opinion on things, and like before I feel like okay, well, what do they want to hear? And now I'm like, oh,
0: I'm wow. a
1: very I'm a very blunt. Like, oh, Lena, that's me. Person. That's totally me. You're calling <laughs> you're calling me out
0: there. That makes me feel uncomfortable.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, people just like want to hear like like something from me that I know I don't want to say. And so I'm like, I'm just going to be blunt and honest with you and you might hate it, but it's also like the truth and how I feel. And so like, here you go.
0: Yeah. And And I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but here's what I think. Yeah. 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 I love it. All right. Well, Elena, you did great. Thank you for, uh, wait, well you did, you didn't give me anything I wanted. Actually, I did you were totally yourself and I appreciate you just like telling the truth though. Uh, thank you for, Uh, interviewing or thanks for talking and sharing your story. And I hope that you know, I hope that students and your peers actually, I know like people are going to listen to this. Um, I hope that we can all see that you know, the way if you think about yourself from high school, um, and how many things have changed and how much your world has expanded, and it sounds like how much God has expanded in your mind, just continue to think about that throughout your life. Like when you hit 30 think about how you're going to view yourself now. You you hit 40, think about how you're going to view yourself now. And I just, I really pray for you guys that God and yourself and your world just continues to expand and become more complex. And sometimes that's painful, but um, I just really hope that um, we, you know, the students that I love, like they just never settle and they always allow God to kind of blow up the world and, and keep growing. So. Yeah. I love you, Elena. I hope you're, I hope you're doing well.
1: Yeah. Thanks for inviting me on here.